Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Hi, this is Niket Karasgi. We're coming to the end of Season 6 on Corporate Governance. I'm talking to you at Total Elements, brought to you by Tessa Online. Business is difficult. It's full of ethical dilemmas. To be or not to be is always the question, because there are trade-offs associated with every decision. Corporate goals have to be met, but corporate goals have to be met ethically. And a lot of times, an unethical approach gives you immediate results instant gratification and there's always a temptation therefore managers the board is always faced with ethical dilemmas it's a situation that requires choice between two options or more options which are seemingly favorable and unfavorable and they're mutually exclusive and certain look acceptable in the wrong way and certain choices look unacceptable in the right way. And that's the whole ethical dilemma that we're dealing with. It's a dichotomy of life that we constantly lead in. There can be conflicts between two or more moral imperatives. That also is an ethical dilemma. Should I take ethics one, choice of ethics two, choice of ethics one, choice of ethics three? And if one is obliged to the other, that means the initial one is transgressed. And therefore, the ethical paradox needs to be resolved. And what is the ethical paradox? There can be multiple ethical options you have. And again, you have to choose within those options which one to go for. But there's also the option as to unethical choice or ethical choice because the unethical choice gives you instant gratification and the ethical choice gives you a delayed gratification. So if unethical choice is giving you instant gratification and the Ethical choice is giving you delayed gratification. Obviously, a whole lot of people would prefer the unethical choice because it gives you immediate results. That is why ethics audits are so important. I talked about committees. The Committee on Ethics has to ensure that the ethical audit is done effectively in the organization. What is an ethics audit? It is an ethical profiling which examines the way a company does business. It looks at the external pressures under which managers operate, organizations operate. They look after the risks where managers could actually make compromises. They look at the stakeholder obligations where important people in the organization could actually go for their own benefits and compromise the stakeholder obligations. And they could also look at uh, what are the future improvements, the long-term aspects of the organization. And they must also look at the gross failures of ethics, if at all they happen in the company, report it, bring it out, discuss it, and finish it, close it. Tolerance for unethical behavior should be absolutely zero in any organization if you want to ensure corporate governance. There is also the aspect of social and ethical accounting. It's a process that helps companies to address issues of accountability to stakeholders. All the stakeholders. It's not only about your shareholders. You improve performance in all the spheres. It could be social sphere. It could be the environmental sphere. It could also be the economic sphere. And that's what the social and ethical accounting is all about. 
extremely important. Unfortunately, there are no standard practices today. Maybe the world will evolve and they will have these auditing practices, these assessment practices in shape. Well, the world is evolving. I'm very hopeful as an ardent practitioner of corporate governance. A day will come when even these audits will have frameworks and there will be regulators and agencies which will deal with it. Why am I insisting on all this? Because I'm talking about corporate citizenship. One has to go beyond the mandate of law. It's a behavior that maximizes the company's positive impact on the environment that it operates in. It minimizes the negative impact on the social and the economic structure of the country. It's all about welfare of all the stakeholders. It does look idealistic, but I tell you what, there are organizations and big brands which are actually practicing it. Corporate citizenship is the final aspiration when you are into corporate governance. It is to establish a dynamic relationship between community, business, and all the philanthropic activities that you would get into. Aspire that every member in your organization operates as a corporate citizen. Make your organization a corporate citizen in the economic structure of your, of your country. It's extremely important that your organization plays an ethical role and becomes a role model for organizations all across and you set an industry benchmark. If that happens, I think season six is successful. Thank you very much. This is Niket Karazi signing off from Eternal Elements, brought to you by Tessa Online. And we're going to be starting season seven. And the season seven is also going to be interesting because we are entering the world of strategy. Thank you very much. This is Niket Karazi signing off. I'll see you in the next season.